to live with and can never shake in this life, no matter how hard we try. Why did God create sex? Go on the internet, type in an innocuous word, and without warning, you're offered titillating sights and experiences you never knew existed or wish you never knew. Your curiosity tempts you to investigate further. Your mind tries to rationalize how you can go where you know you shouldn't. You find yourself battling a desire, a longing so unexpectedly awakened. You walk into a corner store to grab something to eat or drink, and the magazines catch your eye. The pictures and the headlines promise answers to your questions, ways to get or keep a lover excited and interested, and ways you can test your sexual IQ. You go home with your date, and what do you do? Should you really go in, even if just for a few minutes? If you do, will you engage in intercourse or everything short of it? And whether or not you'll go all the way, will you experience sex the way God intended it to be when he created sex? Let's go back to the very beginning, to Genesis, the first book of the Bible. I want you to see for yourself what God says about sex, about our gender differences, and why he made us this way. Genesis 1, 25 to 28 says, And God made the beasts of the earth after their kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. The content of this tape is about you. It's not an issue of your agreeing or disagreeing with me. Rather, it's about hearing with your own ears exactly what God has to say about sex. Then you can make an informed, intelligent, rational decision about what you're going to do with what you learned. Genesis 1 tells us that both man and woman were created on the sixth day. Yet Genesis 2 shows us that there's an order to their creation. Adam was created first from the dust of the earth, while the woman was created from a rib taken from the side of a man. God makes sure that we know his purpose in creating the woman. She is to be a helper to the man because among the beasts of the field, no suitable companion for him was found. If it wasn't good for Adam to be alone, why didn't God just create another man to be Adam's companion? Is there a difference between the sexes? You need to know what the Bible teaches because an opposing view has long been promoted and many have bought into its lie. 
God determines the sex of the child, and the sex, except in very rare situations, is evident from birth. But the difference is not one of mere anatomy. You can put a little boy in a feminine environment, but it won't remove the Y chromosome that makes him male. It won't diminish his levels of testosterone, a hormone that shoots up six to seven weeks after the sperm meets the egg and far exceeds the testosterone level in females. Our environment can greatly impact how we view ourselves, what we think of as normal and some of our preferences. But listen, it cannot change our gender. If it could, people wouldn't be seeking sex change operations. God's Word tells us that we were created distinctively male and female. Eve was designed to be a suitable helper, a companion for Adam.